Hello and uh, welcome to What Divines Us. I'm Rabbi Abram Goodstein. I'm Reverend Matthew Schultz. And we're here to help you understand religion a little bit better. This is our special, I guess, holiday edition. Oh, we should have jingle bells playing. Ching, ching, <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Are those jingle bells? I th- yeah, they're in the background of every single Christmas song, even though no one really has them. And, and like so many Christmas songs are about horses. And I don't know anyone that has Christmas time with horses unless they already have horses. Is, is, it, is it the carriage? Is the carriage? Th- yeah, I think it's, it's dashing <laughs> through the, the Christmas snow carriage. In a one horse open sleigh. And those bell, those. The horses had bells on them. I don't know why. So so that, you know, people hear them coming. They can't get snuck up on uh. by a horse. I don't know. <laughs> we're anyway, off topic. We're, yeah, we're also a little late. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously this is getting, like, uh, um, published, like, in January. So we're past all the holidays. But Matt and I, not being professional podcasters, um, <laughs> you know, we decided to start to do, to do this one when we are experiencing the That's holidays right. instead of doing it a month early. And y'all can just hold on to these tidbits for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. So we're gonna talk a little bit about um, Christmas and Hanukkah. Uh, so I don't know, Matt. Like, um, who, who wants to go first in this one? Well, why don't you go first? Because I have no idea what I'm gonna say. Oh, <laughs> love your honesty. <laughs> uh, so let me start out with saying that Hanukkah is not that important. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. You know what's the most important Jewish holiday? Can I guess? Yes. Uh, Yom Kippur. No. Rosh Hashanah. No. Uh, Passover. No. I don't know what. Shabbat. Oh man, I was yeah. thinking annual. You I know, right? I know. I know. Person. That's what everyone does, though. Everyone thinks it's, a, it's an annual thing. No. Okay. The thing that we celebrate once a week is by far the most important thing in Judaism, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh-huh. so Shabbat, in my mind, is the most important holiday. As measured by what? Why do you call it more important than another? Uh, ooh, yikes. A measurement. Uh, I, I would say by how much we celebrate it. Okay. Which is often. Uh-huh. Uh, and the fact that it's supposed to provide joy and bring joy in your life. Mm. Right? It's supposed to be a positive experience. Now, see, I probably am preaching on the concept of Sabbath this coming Sunday because it's uh, the day after Christmas. Uh-huh. And I'll talk about, like, the post-Christmas letdown and the need for rest. The post-Christmas letdown. Uh, yeah. I'll, More on that later. I can, it's You've opened all the presents. You've done all the celebrating. And it's all gone. It's all done. Oh. Not gone, but like all that big buildup to this big thing and it's over, then oh, you kind of like sigh and you're like, oh, now what? Now I'm bored. Now I'm kind of let down because all that energy has been dissipating. See, if, if you if you felt like Shabbat was the most important holiday, then you would have the, you'd be like in the warm glow of the knowledge that it would happen the very next week, right? Or every single Monday is a drag. Oh, I guess <laughs> Sunday. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you're talking about Sabbath being for joy. And that's an interesting thought to me. I think about it as Sabbath being something that brings rest. I don't think I've heard it framed in terms of joy before. I, I, I firmly believe that we celebrate I like it. the Sabbath and we celebrate things to be joyous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I certainly rest is certainly part of it, right? You know, you need a break from yeah. the rest of your week, but that but that rest is like you think about like the Maslow hierarchy of needs, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. rest allows you to access that joy. No, I'm not a big fan of Maslow's hierarchy. I think, uh, he's, I think he's way off base in a lot of ways. But I'll take way. your point at, <laughs> at face value that it's yeah that the rest allows us to access joy. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so back to my original statement. Uh-huh. Hanukkah not that important. Oh. I think Hanukkah has grown in importance thanks to Christmas. You're welcome. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, I think us Jews know, hey, these Christians are giving presents to each other every year. That seems kind of neat. Yeah. Let's really highlight a holiday where we could do that, too. Um, and that's, Same neck of the woods uh, on the calendar. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah. So what's really also fascinating is that Hanukkah comes from the book of Maccabees. Yeah. Right. And the book of Maccabees is not a canonized book. It, not in, uh, in, you mean according to the Jewish tradition? According to the Tanakh. Okay. Which is the Jewish Bible. Uh-huh. We, uh, the book of Maccabees, which is part of the epigrapha, right. right, is not included in our canon. We don't consider it to be a, a sacred book. That's also true in my tradition. So I'm part of the Reformed tradition of theology. So those apocryphal books are not part of ours. Uh-huh. But it would be for the Catholic Church. Right. And right. I believe also for the Orthodox traditions. So, so, it's, too, yeah. so Maccabees is sort of in this gray area. But, but Maccabees is most likely a Jewish Jewish authorship. Mm-hmm. Same with most of the Apocrypha books are Jewish authorship. But just did, for some reason, they didn't get in. <laughs> uh, so that's one interesting factoid about about Maccabee, about Hanukkah. The other interesting thing is that it's actually two stories pushed into one, right? This okay. whole eight days of waiting for um, oil situation, right. not in the book of Maccabees. Okay. Yeah. That's a later edition in the Talmud. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I like them apples. I know, right? So the Talmud, you know, the, the, the Talmud scholars love retcon, right? Yeah. Retroactive continuity. Mm-hmm. So they retcon this whole idea of like, well, the miracle, you know, w- was in this eight days of like uh, of oil. You know, the, the story being that like when the Maccabees were able to take Jerusalem back yeah. from 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 the Greeks, um, they only had oil for one day for their what's called a ner tamid. It mm-hmm. means like forever light. We have one at our synagogue. Okay. Um, ours does not use oil; it uses electricity. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Eco friendly. Uh, yes. Hanukkah yeah. Celebration. Yeah. But so when the, so in the story of the Maccabees, when the Maccabees took it over, you know, in in the in the book of Maccabees, it just they just got the they got the uh, temple back. They celebrated it for eight days. Huzzah! Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, but in the in the Talmud version, there was only enough oil for the forever light for one day, and they needed eight days to get more oil, and that one day of of oil lasted eight. Gotcha. Right. So it's two stories pushed into pushed one. Together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how long? When did it start being celebrated? Then is that is that something that goes way back in your traditions? Not just... not. So here's a fun fact. Um, you know, there's a group of Jews in India, uh-huh. and they don't celebrate Hanukkah because when they left, whatever Jewish organ, I'm not sure where they came from, but essentially those those Jews um, they left Israel before Hanukkah was a thing. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they don't sell it because they, they didn't know about it. They left before it started. Yeah. 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 And okay. so you know when we're in, you're, we're in, Judaism is an old religion, mm-hmm. and there's some hilarious things that occur because of our age. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what other thing about you? Oh yeah, dreidel the dreidel game. Yeah. So boring. <laughs> I hate it. I th- I remember playing once or twice in elementary school for whatever reason. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Like this is. This is like the worst casino ever. Yeah, it's like gambling, but it's like not good gambling. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and so it, it's fun for the kids to kind of have them. Inter- it's a way for them to interact with Hanukkah, uh-huh. and, and which is which is cool. Like you know, I, I get that. Yeah. But as an adult, like I'm never like, hey y'all, let's go sit around our our Hanukkah and play dreidel. Like I don't think I've ever said that before as a you know as a grown up. And I don't know the word Hanukkah. What is it? Oh that? right, sorry. So uh, a menorah and a Hanukkah is often used interchangeably. Okay. And as a rabbi, I'm gonna tell you that's cool. You can do that, um, okay. but the, there's a little. There's, there are some differences, though. Essentially, a, a Hanukkah is like a candelabra, right? Uh-huh. And with uh, four on one side, four on the other, and one in the middle. So the one in the middle is called the shamish, which means helper, mm-hmm. and it lights the other eight candles. Now, in my 
memory, in my experience, you've just described a menorah. Are they are they structurally the same? No, they're different. Okay. A menorah is three on one side, three on the other, with one in the middle. Oh, so okay. so it's only it's only seven. Right, right. And the re- and that used to be the before the Star of David. That used to be the symbol of Judaism. Really, was the menorah. Okay, and it still kind of is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but often people will say menorah and mean Hanukkah. Yeah, I'm sure I've been doing that all along. Now. That's fine. Okay, don't worry about it. I'm not gonna, Phew. yeah, all right, yeah. I won't worry about you're it. not gonna lose Jewish points or rabbi <laughs> points for doing that. Many okay. Jews do it too. Okay, so okay. don't so don't feel bad. But they are there. There are like technical differences, but we don't. We often use menorah Hanukkah interchangeably during the, the holiday of Hanukkah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Nifty. Yeah. So and so, I guess there you go. You know, I recently discovered that there are like pr- some pretty cool Hanukkah songs. Uh, which, aside from the Adam Sandler famous one, yeah, okay. yeah, and aside from the dreidel, I don't like the dreidel song. Right, it's it's yeah, but anyways, but, there, but we do have like good Hanukkah, decent Hanukkah music. Okay, um, and uh, and so yeah, so but that's sort of like I think we celebrate Hanukkah the way Christians celebrate Christmas, except for us, it's just it's just not that important. Not as big it's, a deal. It's not as big yeah. a deal. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, um, it, there's a lot of big deals protracted projected onto it. Right, right. Right. Because people think Christmas is a big deal, so they think Hanukkah is a big deal as well. I think as a kid, you, as a Christian, you're you're kind of given the false impression that Hanukkah is the Jewish version of Christmas, yeah. for lack of better language, yeah. when you're yeah. not really looking into it. You just think, oh, they're doing it at the same time, so it's like they're, you know, the, the off-brand version, which is really... Like demeaning and insulting, and it's. Uh, but I think it's an unintentional thing. It's just kind of something else that was out there that we were never taught about. Yeah, yeah. So um, there you go. And then the other thing about Hanukkah, it's about which is the same for almost all of our annual Jewish holidays, is that it doesn't fall on the same day. Right. Well, I mean, it does in the in the Jewish calendar. It always falls on the twenty fifth of Kislev. Okay. Which is really interesting if you think about that. The, the 25th. 25th, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the Jewish calendar is a combination of uh, a solar and lunar calendar. So it yeah. always will fall in the same season, mm-hmm. but never on the same day. And so in the Christian tradition, our Easter has a similar maneuverability because it's based on the Jewish calendar. I think it's something like it's the first Sunday after the first full moon after Passover or right, something like right. that. And yeah. so, uh, so whatever the formulation is. I like, have noticed Easter is close to Passover almost every year. Yeah, that's it's now based on it's based on Passover because <laughs> uh, Jesus was in Jerusalem for the Passover festival, uh-huh. and that's when the the elements of Holy Week leading up to his death take place. And so you kind of trace it back on the calendar that way. But honestly, I'd be just as happy if they chose a date for Easter and stuck with it because every year it's something I got a I got a monkey with in my whole calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for I mean, my convenience. I mean, that's a, but that's my job is to figure out when any any given holiday is. Yeah, <laughs> for, for my calendar. So you're consider yourself lucky. It's only one holiday you got to deal with. I consider myself lucky. <laughs> yeah. And they did it for Christmas, December twenty fifth, which is just about completely arbitrary. So they could do that with Easter too. Just stick it someplace. I, is it arbitrary? Yeah. Kislev twenty Hanukkah is on the twenty fifth of Kislev. It feels less arbitrary when you think of it like that. Well, no, it's not. A, they But did they choose that date for a reason? Like, for instance, in Maccabees, does it say, on the 25th of Kislev, these things happened? Oh, boy. Or I they think just, it might say did, that. Okay, so then it makes well, sense. Well, oh, boy. And so in this a greater scheme, gonna correct me what later I'm saying on. about Easter, Easter is far less arbitrary than Christmas is. Because Easter has a scriptural reason that's really pretty well outlined of uh-huh. when these things took place in the year. Christmas, however, it's a lot of hints and a lot of maybes and a lot of subtle things. And then there are also a few hints in other directions. 
that say it might have been in the springtime and not at Christmas at all. A lot of it just grows out of tradition. And um, a lot of people say, oh, they stole it from Saturnalia or other Ooh, solstice festivals. Ooh, a pagan, festivals a and pagan pagan. holiday. And that may have been a case for some people. But for the most part, do they think that Christianity may have even predated uh, Saturnalia a bit, depending on how you're looking at the history. And then uh, solstices are celebrated just about every culture. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to ignore what the sky is doing. And so there's <laughs> stuff going on everywhere. Um, yeah, so it's uh, t- the we could probably talk for hours about the maybes out there. But what it comes down to is we just don't know when Jesus was born, what day of the year. And it might have been around winter solstice, but it totally might not have been also. So we chose something and stuck with it. Okay, and just for us Jews out there who don't necessarily celebrate Christmas, Christmas is is celebrating the birth of Jesus. Right. Right. Yes, who, according to our tradition, fulfills the hopes and expectations of the Messiah, the anointed one come to bring salvation. And so uh, that birthday is a big deal. Uh, Not such a big deal, though, that even every gospel mentions it. So there's uh, four gospels, meaning, for for lack of a better phrase, biographies of Jesus. So four books in the Bible that tell the story of Jesus' life. Of those four, only two of them tell a birth narrative. And those two birth narratives are not identical. So there's a lot of gray area surrounding that stuff. Now, all four have, for example, stories about that final week of Jesus's life. And there's a lot of consistency there. So the birth narrative... Which is Easter. uh, Well, Easter would realistically... uh, That's the wrong word. Easter would refer to primarily the day of resurrection on Sunday. So he... uh, Holy Week would refer to Palm Sunday, he enters Jerusalem. And then the following Sunday, he's risen from the dead. That's Holy Week as a whole. Got it. Uh, Friday is when he dies. Uh, So there's a bunch of stuff going on in between there. Oh, he died on Shabbat? Well, you know, TGIF. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's sacrilegious, I apologize. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of important stuff that happens in Holy Week. And if, if, if you take the cultural aspect out of it, the gift giving and the decorations and the fun music and food and parties, if you just look at scripture and theology, my opinion would be that Easter is far more important than Christmas. They're both important. They're both good. Sure. But but I would say Easter is the primary celebration from a faith perspective. Okay. All right. Um, others may well disagree with me, and, and I would not <laughs> I would not disparage them that I might be wrong. But that's that's my opinion for sure. So the music. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah. So I can't but notice that like after Thanksgiving, suddenly from my car radio, a lot of Christmas music is playing. Yeah. Right. And it's always the same music. Yeah, and a lot of it's crap. Are there are there are there new Christmas oh, yeah. songs? Yeah, all the time. There's always new ones coming out, and some of them are great, some of them are terrible. A lot of people try to put their own new spin on an old classic, which usually just entails a whole lot of screaming and yelling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you'll have new Christmas albums coming out every year, and there's some of them are really based in faith things. Some of them are just based in the cultural uh, effluvia. And so there's all lots of different stuff that it could be based on. Kind of like we've talked about in previous podcasts with Judaism, that there's faith and religious-centered Judaism. Yeah, and yeah. then there's just cultural Judaism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very much the case for for Christmas. It's you know, if you, go to, if you go to 30 Rock in New York City and see the giant Christmas tree with the awesome decorations and you sing Christmas carols there, you could do all that stuff as a full-on atheist and still have a beautiful time. Sure. It's got sure. nothing to do with faith. It's just cultural Christmas fun. Yeah, the, the cultural Christmas is a little pernicious, though. 
because often people I've I've had literally people say to me when they learn that I'm Jewish um, that oh you just you don't celebrate Christmas just anyways and I, sure and yeah. I, the, the, I've I've encountered people that have like a hard time believing that yeah. not everyone celebrates the Christmas narrative in the U.S. right w- yeah which I find quite fascinating well and maybe not to get too far off into broad topics but you think about things like cultural um, I'm sorry critical race theory how it challenges the notion that whiteness is the default norm, right? Uh Um, I think a lot of people have the misconception that Christianity is the default norm. Sure. And it's like, oh, you're Jewish, not like most people, which might be mathematically true, but it's, it's it's a... a grosser statement than that, right? It's saying we are the norm from which all others deviate. And that's dangerous and, and just icky. Um, and I think that happens a lot with Christmas, right? Like, oh, you don't celebrate Christmas, therefore you're weird somehow. Yeah. Which is, yeah. which is screwed up. Um, it was just like, it was, I was just uh, utter disbelief. Yeah. It's like what they look like, th- their faces look like when I say I've never celebrated Christmas mm-hmm. and I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I think that just happens. Uh, th- we got into civil religion once too. When when yeah. uh, when a religion gets so indistinguishable from its surrounding culture, it can lead to things like that. That as if you need some reason why you don't. Like you don't have to explain that to anybody. <laughs> Even if you weren't Jewish, if you just if you were like there are um, Christian groups that don't celebrate Christmas. So more power to them. Of mm-hmm. course, they don't have to explain why. Um, and I think the people that were are likely to have that reaction are people that are more into Christmas for the fun of it. Because they wouldn't see that, oh, this is based in a theology, which is really the foundational, very important aspect of it, and not everyone shares that theology. And so, of course, they wouldn't celebrate it. But if you were to take another celebration that's purely cultural, like um, like New Year's Eve. Yeah. Right? So New Year's Eve rolls around. If you're like out at a restaurant and everyone counts down from 10 and you just say, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> that part of- that's kind of weird, right? Because there's no undergirding theological meat to it. It's just we're all partying just for, for essentially no real reason. <laughs> so, that is kind of like civil religion right there. Right, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. if that's why you're celebrating Christmas, it would be weird. Why are you not baking cookies and why are you not singing this song and jingling bells and stuff when we're all doing it for fun? Are you some sort of killjoy? Right, so they're they're, they're missing the, the I get, underlying stuff. I get what you're saying, and that is hard. I think yeah. I can imagine that being hard to navigate. Yeah, it would right, be, right? Yeah, unless like, you're weird people like you and me who right. spend our whole lives studying this stuff. Oh right, gosh, and our whole so lives. We overthink oh, it. Oh man, right? we? we overthink yeah, stuff yeah. too much. And so if you're if you're not out there overthinking it, I can see why you might make the presumption that everyone does it. I never had that perspective until now. I appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe I can be a little kinder to people who look at me at disbelief. Well, I don't, and I'm not trying to. Indicate that you should allow them to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I do think it's that cultural overlap that causes a lot of weirdness. And so most if you were to ask people to list their, you know, 50 favorite Christmas things, I'll bet you 40 of them would have nothing to do with faith or religion at all. You'd have Rudolph, you'd have Frost, you'd have It's a Wonderful Life, you'd have Christmas trees and presents and tinsel and ornaments and lights. None of those things have anything to do with scripture or theology or faith. Some of them have come to be utilized as visual aids, right? We've got a Christmas tree up in our church right now in the sanctuary, and I've used it as a symbol, and it's a nice little gathering thing, but it's got nothing to do with scripture. It's not based, it's not anything foundational. Hmm. <laughs> there, there we go, right? Yeah. Oh, one other thing you asked about before was Xmas. 
Xmas. Right. Tell me. I don't know if you're a yeah. Futurama fan. I love Futurama, though I haven't watched it nearly enough. They they always refer to Christmas as Xmas. Okay. In that. Did we talk about this before, or is that off? Ca- off it might have microphone? been off microphone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I love Futurama, but I've hardly ever watched it. But the bits I've seen, I've liked. Yeah. Um, so Xmas is an abbreviation for Christmas, and a lot of people have taken umbrage at this and said, "Keep the Christ in Christmas." Forgive me, y'all, but that's just off base. I won't say it's unintelligent, but it is uneducated because Christ, uh, written in Greek, begins with what we would look at and think is the letter X. It's oh. the letter Chi in the Greek alphabet, right. but it's shaped like an X from our perspective. And so when it was initially being abbreviated, I don't know, it, I would think in the Middle Ages at some point, it got abbreviated as Chi Miss because Chi, as an abbreviation for Christ or for Jesus, is common in uh-huh. lots of different areas. I still do it in my manuscripts. If I'm handwriting out an outline, I'll put an X for Jesus because I just it just is a handy way to, to not write as much. And so they did that there, especially back in the Middle Ages, and you're doing an illuminated manuscript. It takes Ooh, a lot of time. I love man. illuminated manuscripts. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. awesome, especially the doodles in the margin. So they're good. They're insane and hilarious. So good. Anyway, the, um, so Xmas just means Christmas with a Middle Ages abbreviation for Jesus. And and I just have to say, if you're taking offense of that, you need to go do something better with your life. <laughs> well, let's, hold on. Let's, let's, let's go there for a little while. Okay. There's this whole thing that I've seen on, like, news headlines where it's, like, war on Christmas. Yeah, so now— which I don't fully understand. Yeah. I've never had, like, a war on Hanukkah problem before. Which is weird because Hanukkah literally is a war story. About a war story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I've never seen, like, war on Hanukkah, you know? It's not, not anything I'm, I'm yeah. used to. But I have seen war on Christmas before. The war on Christmas is purely imaginary. It's it's a, it's fake news. It's a hoax. It's fully bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just completely stupid. It's made up by the political slash religious right as a way to fan the flames of outrage to motivate a voting block, and that's all it is. They get but what's the, what's the fear that there's not there's so not if I were to say happening uh, that people are saying you have to say um, Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. So oh, it's about what you. S- that's about, part of it. That's about, a part of it. It's about a seasonal greeting. That's a part of it, yeah. Okay. That they're mad okay. that, oh, how dare you acknowledge that there actually are other holidays in the comet or not just ours, yeah, right? Yeah, There are multiple holidays right now. Even if you're strictly a Christian, there's we already said New Year's happens, right? So, right. So Every year, apparently. Right there, you got two holidays. Each, each year, yeah. there it is again. Right. Yeah. So, so you got two holidays there. Then you throw in Hanukkah. That's three. There's lots of others also. I'm not going to try to list them because I'll leave some out. But there's tons bunches of holidays this time of year so saying happy holidays is normal but if you are one that defines yourself as you must be the central most influential group then you're going to get all pissy if someone says there's more than you and that's what's happened um other things that are wars on christmas uh time away from work or like at schools they don't just teach christmas anymore they teach other things and oh, oh yeah don't get me started about schools and christmas right yeah. oh my goodness so the fact that your reaction there and wanting to be sure that our public schools are not indoctrinating christmas yeah from the perspective of the christian right which likes to perceive itself as under siege 
Uh, they would say that's a war on Christmas. There, they're taking Jesus out of the schools, and that's why there's school shootings, right? They they start to what? put all that's, that's a literal thing that connection. Said. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of false narrative they are perpetrating. Yeah, because I mean, I've had some issues with uh, uh, Christmas and schools, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you realize this, how pernicious. Christmas is in schools. Yeah, it's, that's true. it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a, as a Jewish kid growing up here in Anchorage, um, I was always very confused yeah. uh, by how a you know a school district is supposed to be like you know non-religious, right? And and yet there's just like Christmas everywhere. And and then that gets into that whole silver religion thing of. When does it become such a cultural juggernaut that it makes sense that kids should be told about it, right? It would be weird to ignore the fact that Christmas is happening because it's so influential. Kind of like I also really support that in public schools they should teach about world religions. I'm not saying they should teach that one of them is true, but the... The, the Hebrew scriptures and the Christian scriptures and the Quran are so influential in human history and current events it would be dumb to send the kids out into the world without a working knowledge Absolutely. of, of why and how, more. right? So yeah. has Christianity, I'm sorry, has Christmas reached a similar level where it makes sense that they would say, here's what this is all about. What's going on outside right now? You walked by all these bizarre statues of reindeer <laughs> on people's rooftops. Here's why. Um, I can understand why maybe that stuff would go in. Yeah. But that's not how it's being done usually, right? Usually it's just like, yay, we're all celebrating it. Sure, sure, and that's that's walking a that's walking a thin line there. Gosh, I remember now you got me you got me thinking about this. Sorry, I remember a time when an ele- an elementary school where uh, the entire school was going to sing Christmas carols together. Yeah. At, at the gym, and my mom, God bless her, was just like livid at, at the fact that like you know that this is an activity that all kids are going to do, and mm-hmm. so she asked that I that me and my sister not. Do this activity, and so instead we, we did like weird chores in the office, like the administration office, right? So we had to do like yeah. like work, right? While which at, not only is that weird to make you do chores, but also it sets you up as the different kid, the other you should right, it, which it, is already which is already a problem for us Jews, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's pretty lame. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> this is one example of what of what Jews experience. And so that's why, like, if they have things like holiday party at school, yeah, I like that. I'm happy with that. But the Christian right sees that as deleting Jesus from everything always. And I think they have a they have a hard time with that because they would they would pretend that they want separation of church and state. They definitely tell me they want it when I say things like the church should help poor people. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you shouldn't get into politics. But they're real happy making school children sing about Jesus. Sure. It, which is which is in, an internal inconsistency on their part that they have to resolve. Man, now you're thinking about holiday party. I remember this one holiday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a secret Santa situation where, right, yeah. um, and that's where you, you give a present like you have like a presence you don't know where they're from. There's like like if there's like thirty kids in the class, yeah, all the yeah. names go in a hat. You draw one and you buy yeah. that person a gift or two over the course of time, which is bad in a number of ways. <laughs> one of which being not everyone's Christian. Right. The other one is you have a, a range of economic ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on. So this was like um, this was like a version of of it where everyone just brought presents already wrapped. Okay. And then they got like 
everyone got like you know to the left or whatever. Or you, you just put oh, them in a pile. You just picked one out. And no random. one knew who who's, who's, who was what. Oh, that's good. Except yeah. that I only have like Hanukkah wrapping paper at home, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so like so like everyone has Christmas wrapping paper except for the one like Jewish. So everyone knew who my, so who who's, which my present was. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't secret for me. Oh man, well. That, that little preparation, you could have gone to Fred Meyer and, and at least bought Snoopy something or another. You, it doesn't have to be Jesus. Can you picture like any kid in like like I think it was in high school, like doing something, thinking that far ahead? And- no, true. Good point. I was the kid that would show up like at eight thirty a.m. as I'm walking out to the bus stop and say, "Oh, mom, by the way, I was supposed to bring in cookies today," and she's like, "What, what the, the heck? heck? Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah." That's that's true. Uh, yeah. So Christmas is its own cultural thing. A lot of Christians are frustrated with the I mean did you ever watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special I think I probably have I, I yeah. haven't probably seen it in a it's long really time, a yeah. beautiful classic thing yeah. it came out I believe in the mid 60s and even back then the point of that whole special is that Christmas has become so commercialized and removed from its spiritual roots and that was like fifty years ago. There, yeah. Saying we yeah. actually, we. I mean, I mean, my family is a big Dr. Seuss fan. Sure, right. Yeah. So we actually uh-huh. own How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. And my son requests it semi regularly, so okay. I, I get the same vibe from that from that book as well. Yeah, and and it's interesting though that the Charlie Brown one brings it back to scripture, and Linus uh, stands up on a stage and kind of recites part of the birth narrative from the Gospel of Luke, huh. straight up. And it's like, wow, well, okay, that's in, that's great. Whereas. Dr. Seuss brings it back to community yeah. and just togetherness, which is likely more palatable to people of other faith traditions, right? Because you don't have to put it within the Gospel of Luke. It's some of these other things. The, the who's of Whoville. Right. For it. <laughs> right. And that's part of... It's weird because that means that canonically within the Dr. Seuss Whoville universe, Jesus existed because they're saying Christmas, right? So. Well, they, they, yeah, I mean, we, they're, they're calling it Christmas, but there's no reference to Jesus whatsoever. Right. So yeah, they, like, they also have lost track of the theological <laughs> roots of it. But then again, if you take the scripture back to its base levels, it is about love and community in so many ways. So it's a good overlap. Yeah, uh-huh, that's where that's uh-huh. where those Venn diagrams do overlap in the circles. So um, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with Dr. Seuss's version. It's a really good one to say it's not about those material trappings. It's about love and togetherness. He also keeps the food in there. It's about the it's about the roast beast. The roast beast. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> so here's one way we can compare and contrast our uh, various communities, which is aside from all the cultural trappings, which most of which I love and enjoy also. Sure. Within strictly the worshiping community of the church, we do gather on Christmas Eve. And we typically have three services, not this year, you know, because of COVID, but we'll typically have three different services. Each one is a little bit geared toward a different aspect. So, so hold on. Help me understand. Christmas Eve is just Thank not, you. not the Great evening, this, the day before. It's the day before. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny because we have this previous period called Advent. Oh, boy. We're getting into it now, man. Oh, yeah. So Ad- Advent, Advent is, is a four-Sunday period before Christmas, which is all geared toward... Um, a commemoration of and acknowledgement of the waiting period leading up to the birth of Christ. So our canonical scripture ends 400 years before the birth of Christ. And so that intertestamental period, as we would sometimes call it, is a time of great waiting and hope and expectation. Wait, wait I didn't understand a thing you just said there. Hold on. Let's slow, let's slow it down. So you, uh, what what's 400 years? So our Old Testament Hebrew scriptures uh. end with the book of Micah. 
Okay. Minor profit, as we call it. I don't know if you have that kind I think of ours, word. I think the Tanakh, we have Micah. Yeah. But I think our Tanakh ends with the with Chronicles. So it depends on how you're, if you're gearing it chrono- chronologically or what oh, have you. Okay. Um, you know, the different books will assemble the various books of the Bible in different ways. Yeah. Uh, but I think Micah's stuff ends about 400 years before Christ is born. So 400 BC is about when our story ends in our canonical Old Testament. And then we have, you know, then Jesus is like, hey guys, I'm back or I'm here. <laughs> so <laughs> now I, again, according to orthodoxy, he's been here all along, but that's a whole oh, different, that's whoa, a whole different what? thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I won't get into that now, but okay, Jesus okay. was there in the beginning as well. In the beginning of time? In the beginning. Yeah. The gospel of John opens with, in the beginning, uh, the word was with God and the word then became flesh. So the word does, the word of God does not mean scripture. It means like the law, the logos, uh, the, the overarching laws of the universe, the governing way. And Christ was a part of that. And through him, all things were made, meaning that as part of the Trinity, these things were all part of the creation story. And then it just sort of became incarnated as Jesus. Uh, we're getting way off into the weeds way here. Way sure. weeds. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of questions. I'm going to keep them down to the minimum now. All that I, to say, Advent happens. It's four weeks in which we commemorate the period of great waiting. And what does Advent mean? It's a word that means uh, Be like becoming or arrival. So ah. you might say, you know, when it gets warm out, that's the Advent of springtime. Okay, okay. Got that it, kind of got it. So, yeah. So Advent is where we're awaiting this arrival. And... People who are really strict in their ways of calendars in Christianity will get mad at you if you sing Christmas songs before oh, Christmas Day. Maybe it's this too soon. I right? understand. Us Jews are huge calendar nerds. See, not me. Huge calendar nerds. Not me. Uh, yeah, and yeah, we can yeah. get into that later. I, yeah. I could give a rip what day of the year happens <laughs> on. Celebrate my birthday two weeks late. I don't care. And so the 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 Christmas shouldn't happen too soon is a real sticking point for a lot of people. And yet they're all perfectly fine celebrating Christmas on Christmas Eve, the night before. It's still Advent. Christ hasn't been born yet. Wait, until you just said, you said Eve, and then you said night before. Christmas Eve is the night before Christmas. Isn't So is that the day before Christmas? It's, it's the that night too. before Christmas? It's this not, is why, I, yeah. so, so we have a thing in Jesus called Erev, you know, so Erev Yom Kippur. And that's one word, E-R-E-V. Yeah, not, which sounds like A-I-R space O-F, Erev. But right, right, Erev. Erev, right. Okay. Exactly, thank you for that, yeah. yes. Which literally means evening. Yeah. Right, so when we say era of Yom Kippur, for example, we're referring to the night, bef- the night of Yom Kippur, or era of Shabbat, the uh-huh. night of Shabbat. Now, our holidays begin right. in the evening, and I'm guessing that's where the Christmas Eve tradition started. I don't know. I should look into that, but why? Because, but the reason I haven't looked into it is because I honestly don't care about the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mostly arbitrary, anyhow. So, so who gives a hoot? Um, but a lot of people do give a hoot about the calendar, but then they have inconsistent hootage, and they. They care about Hold that on. so much. In- inconsistent hootage. Yes. Huh? They, they, they give the hoot the boot for just that one night. And, and for some reason. They want the loot. They get the hoot the boot for the loot. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, of course, because Christmas morning has become such a cultural thing, you wake up, you run downstairs to the kids, they open up all the stuff, you have a mad feeding frenzy of presents, and then you fall asleep again. I've, I've tried to explain this process to my son, yeah. who, by the way, is like super Jewish, um, like more than I am. And like he just can't fathom this. Like He's like, one day? They get presents just on one day? And they get them all in one day? I'm like, yeah. If you're not how, used to it, it's bizarre. It's, it's like, it really how is that? Yeah. He's, like, he's like, they don't spread it out over like eight days like we do? And I, 
Alice was like, no, that's not how they work. And he's like, that's so not, good. Not in the U.S. Yeah. Now, other <laughs> yeah. cultures have different things. And yeah. honestly, you've heard the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. You know, Christmas is a season of the liturgical calendar. It's not just the one day. Uh-huh. It goes 12 days until Epiphany begins on January 2nd. We can get into that some other time. Oh, before. boy. Yeah. And um, and so it's, it's a whole calendar thing. Again, people drop that need for their calendar to be perfect also. It, they just like to yell about Christmas carols for some reason. Um, wait, wait, wait. So, so you're saying it's arbitrary the way people are calendar nerds about Christmas? In my opinion, it's arbitrary. Yeah, if you look back at the history of it, so much of it comes about because they were eventually like, well, let's just choose a day. <laughs> you know, we have these traditions that indicate maybe this and mm-hmm. these traditions that indicate maybe that. And all those traditions are a little bit fuzzy. They're yeah. none of them sure. So like, let's just pick one. Bom, there it is. 25th. Yeah. And but, let's, so, but let's celebrate it starting the day before. 24th. Yeah. I mean, look what we do with uh, Lincoln's birthday, February 12th, and yet we celebrate it now on President's Day a couple weeks later because that makes more sense to have him him and Washington's together on the same day and put it there, and that way we all get a weekend off. Right. We we eventually just choose the date, celebrate it then. Yeah. Yeah, Same with 4th of July. If the 4th of July is on a Wednesday, people are going to have their parties on the weekend. Yeah. Right. So. Oh, it's brutal on 4th of July is in the middle of the week. Jeez. Yeah. Um, So it's, uh, it's, it's arbitrary like that and so christmas eve the night before um people will still gather and have a bunch of uh worship services most people come to only one of them but for instance one of them will be more geared toward little kids and we'll have a pageant where the kids dress up in costume and act out the narrative pageant like a it's one of these churchy words not meaning like a beauty pageant where it's a contest but it's essentially it means a play put on a, a a series of short plays that play out some of the uh, most recognizable parts of the Christmas story, the, the the birth narrative of Jesus. Sounds like Passover in Judaism. Okay, yeah, you act some of those things out with the. We just yeah, we have like uh-huh. yeah, and they have costumes. They'll dress up like shepherds and angels and stuff and act out the various things. The funny thing is, they conflate non-related parts of Scripture together in order to make it family fun. Yeah, and they leave out important parts too. What's the problem with Hanukkah? It's a super bloody story. Right. Very inappropriate for children. Exactly. (laughs) And we all spend our year like wondering how do we talk to our kids about sex, right? There's all this question about what age is okay to talk about these things. And then on Christmas, we're like, hooray for the virgin birth. That's (laughs) the best. And and kids are like, what does virgin mean? And parents go, crap, we we brought something up we weren't prepared for. (laughs) And then right after, part of the birth narrative, part of all these things, you may have heard the Christmas song We Three Kings and you've heard about the three wise men going to see you want to just sing a few bars of the song We Three Kings of Orient are I started too deep of Orient um, are yeah they're oh from God. the east but oh. the word Orient is no longer in that's no longer co- it's, not our, it's not our kosher to say the word Orient <laughs> don't think they were kosher either. <laughs> and it also says they were astrologers, so they're people from a religious belief that was not at all Judaism nor what would eventually be Are these the wise men? The wise men oh, slash I've heard magi I've heard slash of these fellas. kings. Yeah. Depends on the translation you're using. If you're saying kings, you're wrong. But that's what the song is, and so there you go. Uh-huh. Um, but they didn't show up until Epiphany, which was at a minimum 12 days later, uh, at a maximum four years later. And yet we squish it all together into one story because, you know, we got a bunch of kids in the church and they all need a role in the pageant. So let's put the kings in. <laughs> ah, got it. Kids. And you can't, how are you going to dress them up like like wise men from the East? Either you don't know what they look like or the only costume suggestions are terribly inappropriate and racist. So they just put kings on top, uh, crowns on top of their head and say, now they're kings. 
Cool. It's silly. And you don't even know that there were three. Scripture just says there's more than one. We don't know how many. It just uses a plural. I can't help but notice, like, like when you drive by churches during the Christmas time, Mm -hmm. you see, like, little, like, structures with, like, mannequins in them. Right. As if, what's... That's the nativity scene. Also called a crash. Some pl- a cr- a I, don't, I don't know where that comes from. It's uh, I don't even know if I could spell it for you. K R E S H, I think, and I don't know the history of that word. I'll have to look that up. But what what, what compels churches to even do that? Uh, like most uh, things, tradition. Okay. Sing a bar of that for me, would you? Tradition. There you go, yeah. Uh, Back (laughs) before there was TV and movies, back before probably books were as commonly available, people would act things out, and uh, they would uh, often make little uh, sculpted scenes. So um, we have several in our house. We've gotten some as gifts, which were lovely. Um, They're about, maybe the figures are about an inch tall of little people from... Like or, a tableau. A of like, yeah, it's of a like, tableau. That's what I'm yeah. looking for. Thank ah, you. you're welcome. So, and filled with inaccuracies to what scripture says. Yeah. But lovely and sweet anyway. And it's a I, good I teaching tool. I have to tool admit and, yeah. that sometimes what I want to do when I see those big scenes in front of I want to write like a science, it's a girl. And like, <laughs> put it like right there. Just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much that would hurt or insult that particular church. I think it would insult a lot of people and maybe they're the people that, that could lighten up a little. I've just, I was having this desire to do it. I don't know. Oh, I love that idea. No, it's going to happen. Someone's going to do it. And And they'll blame you. They're going to blame me now. Yeah. It's that anti-Christian rabbi. Uh, on the small ones in our house, I frequently will put uh, Star Wars action figures in there. Ah, cool. So, Man, so, exciting. So our little really anachronistic then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, no, they were first. They were a long time oh, ago. Right, in right. A galaxy far, right, far right, right, right. Yeah. So anyway, the reason I brought all that up was, in addition to the cultural stuff, we also do have our tradition that we gather together as this community, read the scripture, tell the stories, sing the songs. And I think at the heart of it, that's a beautiful and good thing. And as a seminary grad, like we were saying, we, we pick apart. Right. <laughs> we overthink it. We pick apart the history. We pick apart what's tradition, what's not. But then if I can set aside that annoying part of myself yeah, and just relish in kind of the Whoville side of it and say, here's this group of people that gather together in the spirit of love and community and joy and sing songs together and celebrate their children's being present here well, that's a beautiful thing. I love it. Yeah, that's it, right? cool. yeah, that's great. And so, Hanukkah wise, is it a large enough day that you have a special kind of gathering for, it, or is that more for other? Well, more... I mean, like, I mean, so here, here at Anchorage, the other temple, uh-huh. they had they, they have they throw a huge party. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the entire city is invited. Okay. Um. So every year, I mean, this year it happened. Um, Outside, I imagine because of COVID. Sure. During, but uh, but most years, I think it happens like in the, the Nina Center or whatever. Oh, great. like it's like a, it's okay. like a big thing. It's yeah. a big deal. Um, and so I mean, so so there's there's that, and which is pretty cool. Um, I know. I mean, our community, we do have, we end up having like a Hanukkah party, if you will. Okay. Um, where one of the nights of Hanukkah, uh, we um, you know, we just come together and light the we light the Hanukkah. We, we eat the food. There's certain Hanukkah food latkes, for example, yeah. which are potato pancakes, and I've had them before we had friends in our town growing up who were jewish and they made those for us one year does hanukkah ever extend to after christmas oh yeah i feel like it was a couple days after christmas that had us in which is the best because all the all like the stuff's on sale yeah you buy all your hanukkah (laughs) presents after christmas is over and it's also cheaper but it's pronounced latka 
Latka, L A T K. We just called them potato pancakes, but yeah. then they I remember that day they told us some of the background. Latka, but, yeah. But then that's also our friend Ivan Hodes has a dog named Latka, right? I, I don't I he, I don't know. He All probably right. does. We'll have, have to, to ask we'll him. Have to call him out. Yeah, yeah, he's a fellow, I guess he's a mutual <laughs> friend. Uh, I wonder if he listens to the podcast. Well, now let's let's find out. Here's our secret experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. If you're listening, Ivan, let us know how to pronounce your dog's name. And if you're not, then uh, don't then, we don't we feel silly? <laughs> yeah. No, then we're gonna send you this link and then make you feel guilty <laughs> for not listening to our podcast. But because you're, you're Jewish and I was raised Catholic, both of which have a heavy helping of guilt in their tradition. Oh, yes, so. <laughs> love it. I use guilt all the time we in, will my, guilt in my job. Ivan yeah. Into listening. But yeah, but Laka, you're supposed to eat them with either uh, sour cream or applesauce. We had applesauce. Yeah, yeah. delicious. Yeah. I don't know why those good. two things, but yes. Yeah. Um, and then another thing we have is called suvgan yot, which is a essentially a donut, okay, a jelly filled donut. Um, and if you go to Israel, they get like ridiculous with them. Like you can really? like they'll give you like the jelly and a little like squirt thing. You can put the jelly in yourself and like you inject it into you the inject donut? the jelly and yeah, they give you like the donut. And they give you the jelly in an injector. You, you inject it in. Wow, yeah. why is that not a thing more common know. here? That sounds it's so cool. Like so much fun. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but so and what a great way to support vaccinations as well. <laughs> We'll inject you, then you inject the donut. It's oh, a, I hadn't thought like that yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's totally cool. Yeah. So we have certain. So like, so during our Hanukkah party, we'll eat the the, the traditional Hanukkah foods, okay. if you will. Yeah. Um, and we have fun, but like, it's not like, it's not like I said. Shabbat is way more. But important. do you do those things at? The worship or the synagogue at your gathering time is that a like a special day? Like we have our attendance on Christmas Eve will be much higher yeah. than it would be on a typical. Yeah, Sunday. like we had. So we did a little thing uh, this uh, this year, even with COVID, and I, I had more people. Sh- I mean, like comparatively, we did it. We decided to do it when Shabbat and and Hanukkah overlapped, right? Because they always uh-huh. overlap because it's eight days long. Shabbat happens every you know every seventh day. So, yeah. um, so the the day where they overlap, I just said let's just have a little bit of a Hanukkah party. We'll just light our Hanukkah our Hanukkiot. Mm-hmm. I believe it's Hanukkah plural, um, and have fun. And more people showed up to that, but it's not like a big deal. Gotcha. You know, it's not like it's mm-hmm. not it's not like a Yom Kippur. Right. But on that day, you'll have a bigger attendance. And on Yom Kippur, yeah. we have a huge attendance if it's in person, which it hasn't been for the last right. two years. But yeah, Do you have like certain songs that are just for that day. For for yeah, okay. oh yeah, uh-huh. we have, we have special Hanukkah songs. Yeah. I would say they're not liturgical. Okay. Um, but and we do have Hanukkah blessings, mm-hmm. um, but a blessing lasts like what ten seconds when we say them. So like you yeah. know, it's not like a whole special extra service. And you don't um, jingle a bunch of bells while you're doing it. Uh, we haven't. I'm not necessarily <laughs> against bell jingling, but right. we haven't. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. Makes so that's our that's the way that we celebrate Hanukkah, um, and it's just not that. Not that. But the other other thing about Hanukkah, which is super confusing, it's just like a gazillion ways to spell it. Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I, I finally decided to go with the H as like the first letter for Hanukkah for for, for me, but okay. it's it's really Hanukkah, right? right. You got to really emphasize a H in there. Yep. Uh, we yep. have a couple of Hebrew letters to make that sound. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's a branding issue, man. You got to get someone out there in marketing to to. to <laughs> <laughs> you we should all just Hanukkah. choose one way of spelling it. We should. It'll well, make life easier, but we haven't. We so argue. We're getting back to the important issue from last time, which is you need to elect me as theocratic dictator. So <laughs> right. That, that's right. I forgot this theory. And I will just yes. I'll just give you the spelling for it. It'll just be the H because easy because you know you got an in now that you. <laughs> I know. I happen to know the theocratic, theo, theo, theocratic, theocratic dictator. dictator. Yes, yep. yes. 
which again, I said, elect me, don't elect me. I'll just, I have just declared it so. So that's how you spell it now is H. Great. So yeah. I'll tell everyone. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> also, Christmas time is now going to be, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to read the whole calendar next time. This is my homework. Next time we're back, I will have a brand new calendar for the world to follow. We already did that once, uh, a couple times, when we switched over to the Gregorian calendar. The whole world was just like, all right, I guess we're doing this now. Yeah. So that's why you have a different number in Judaism. Uh, the Chinese calendar has a different year that yeah. it is. Yeah. And did you know that George Washington has two birthdays? No. Because the U.S. switched over to the Gregorian calendar after he was born. And so I think his birthday was February 12th, and now it's February 22nd. Wow. And so he lost, he and a few others lost uh, like 10 days days worth of of the calendar one year. They were just like, skip. Yeah. Yeah. We have a whole, and and, and we have a whole extra month in the Jewish calendar. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we have a dar, and then once in a while we'll have a dar too. Oh yeah, 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 and that's and that's how that's how it stays within the right season, right? Yeah, you know, because if you're a calendar nerd, it's a leap year uh, kind of. It's a leap function. month. It's a yeah. leap month, and uh-huh. we ha- we have like it's a crazy. We have like uh, I don't remember the exact number. This is where someone's going to correct me, but within like a 19 year period, there's like a certain amount of times where we have yeah. that dar too. Um, so it's a it's a similar correction to leap year, to the leap day, but yeah. just not as often. It builds up for a longer time. Well, it, it, it doesn't happen as regularly. Like like a leap year is every four years, yeah. right? You have a leap day. Yeah, uh, it's a little. Bit, it feels a little bit more random. Okay, when an Andar two occurs during the year. Yeah, um, but it happens. It happens a certain amount of times over like a like a nineteen year cycle essentially, okay. um, and that's only that's only there to make to guarantee that all of our holidays happen in the correct season. Yeah. Okay. Which makes which is why it's both a lunar and a solar calendar. Right. Right. Yeah, because we do because the days follow the, the lunar, you know. So like so like when you're in halfway through the month, it's a full moon, right? And so okay. when you're when there's no moon or a new moon, that's when you change to the new month. Okay. So the so the months month to month is based off of the phases of the moon. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, which is where where the other calendars kind of started also, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. over time now they're becoming more linked to astronomy and, and some just more scientific precision to things. Yeah, yeah. So so we definitely have holidays that start that always start when there's a full moon. Yeah. Right? Because that's how our calendar is designed around that. Cool. So when you start a holiday in the middle of our cal- of the middle of a month, full moon. Nice. Alrighty. Okay, Excellent. I think that's everything. So thanks thank you for listening this far. We, uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you have any questions, uh, we got some questions uh, last night. We were guests on a podcast on the East Anchorage Book Club podcast. And uh, is that a podcast or just something they record? I don't know. Uh, well, I do know it's not. Uh, yeah. It's not a book club. It's not a book club. But it's not a podcast. It was a meeting. Yeah. It was a yeah. bunch of. Anyway, we got some interesting comments and questions there. We'll try to go over next time. But if any listeners have any questions about anything we've talked about or anything we've not talked about yet, or if you have any suggestions or comments, let us know because it's very fun for us to hear what others are thinking and wondering about and we can address it. I think mean, I think the most um, salient question would be how to get a hold of us. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we don't really have an email yet. We should figure that out. Well you can go to Facebook to my church. Yeah. Uh, First Presbyterian Church of Anchorage, Alaska and you can send a message there. Also I am Matt Schultz in Anchorage, Alaska and you can send me messages on Facebook also. That's probably your easiest, fastest way to do it. Yeah, um, you can go to our, our website, which is frozenchosen.org, mm-hmm. and you'll find my, my email address and really fast. Thanks, and if you're not on social media at all, just Google First Presbyterian Church of Anchorage, Alaska, and there's a contact us uh, avenue through that as well. 
and that's how you'll see us working in person too with, through those through those avenues and also a big thank you to um our people are the mutual brothers who help with our sound design and our music and to james brown for his award-winning logo Ho, ho, ho. Merry multiple holidays. Uh, oh, Christmas Hanukkah. Oh, nicely done. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>